Nosy Nancy's is a true crime podcast that deals with real life situations. If you are sensitive to any of the trigger words, this is not the podcast for you. Listener discretion is advised. I'm Aliqua. And I'm Jasmine. And welcome to Nosy Nancy's episode 11. No, it's 10. What? All right. <laughs> Let's start over. <laughs> yeah, let's start over. <laughs> you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. I feel like this is episode one all over again. Remember, like, the anxiety of it all. Yeah. Happening right now. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I don't know why we ever decided to do a podcast. Okay. All right. Ah! All right. <laughs> hey, all you nosies. I'm Aliqua. And I'm Jasmine. And welcome to Nosy Nancy's episode nine. Ten. It's ten. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Did I say oh. ten? No, you said 11. Oh. <laughs> everybody, every, everybody in the world is like, well, not everybody in the world, the 12 people that listen to our podcast religiously is like, what happened to episode 10? <laughs> we don't talk about episode We don't 10, talk about right? that. We took off for 10. Yeah, we and took now off we're skipping 10. ahead. It's like Fight Club. Yeah, exactly. We don't talk about it. I mean, last last episode we did, we, we did talk about how we can't count. So this yeah, that's not true. Be a surprise. We we for we forewarned everybody. We probably shouldn't have taken a break. I mean, I know I was sick, but like, because my whole world, honestly, I just I missed being cr- like having crippling anxiety every time. Yeah. We, we, every week we did the podcast, you know what I mean? I miss that, so. I know, like, I just have felt really, like, kind of footloose and fancy free, and because of that, I have no clue what's going on. Like, this morning, I, I went to my book club, and, because I'm in a book club, and I went, (laughs) I'm so domesticated. I love it. And when I went, like... One of the girls asked me, like, are you going to join us? And I was like, yeah, I'm on my way. I had left my phone in the kitchen. So I got to it, like, right as I was about to leave. And I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to be probably a few minutes late, but I'm on my way right now. Well, we were supposed to meet at 10, and I was on my way out the door at, like, 11. So I got there, like, a full hour later. Oh, classic Jasmine. And... (laughs) And I'm just like, I have no idea, like, if I'm coming or going. Like, evidently, mm. this podcast is holding my life together, so. It it really is. I, last week, was like, what am I going to do on a Saturday, you know? I've already planned a world domination, and that never worked. So, like, I've already tried robbing banks, and I'm just too slow for that. So, like. <laughs> Get caught the only- every time. I get caught every time. 
the only thing left for me to do in this world is this podcast on Saturdays, you know? It was a bleak time for me. Oh, my God. I didn't realize it was so sinister. <laughs> I, actually, I actually enjoyed it. I was like, oh, good. I don't have to do anything. I know. I it was my... really like having a full weekend. I was like, damn. I know. I know. It never, never happened. It never happens anymore, you know? I know. I see this I every know. week. But for real this time, there's a lot of stuff happening. Like the Long Island uh, serial killer that they finally admitted that they had and they caught. They have a guy in custody. Custody? God, that was a weird way of saying it. I think I just said custody. Custody? I said custody. They got him in custody, honey. Yeah. (laughs) Oregon is also admitting that they too might have a serial killer. See, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. And San Antonio has uh, gotten Raul Meza Jr. to uh, confess about some murders that happened out there that we weren't aware of previously. Mm -hmm. So it's just a big time right now for those those killers. You know, this is, I guess, ramping up. Yeah, they're having their own hot girl summer, I guess. Exactly. What would that oh be? God. Like, Bloody Blade Yeah, they're having a Bloody Blade summer. No, it's got to start with a B, because it's got to be a BBB. I don't know about triple Bs, but I do know about these double Ds. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised we've lasted ten, ten episodes without anybody being like, we didn't start this podcast to be scrutinized, okay? Yeah, we just want to spit the facts and have yeah. you not spit at us at all. Yeah, exactly. Just love us for us. Yeah, don't ask us questions. That confuses us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, like, we, I, I don't know about you, but, like, I don't remember anything. Once, once we've, like, talked about it, it's out the window for me see I used to have a good memory and that's what like when Todd and I first got together he was like wow you have a good memory which is great because I don't and I'm like yeah I have a great memory and now I'm like I show up to my book club an hour late it's because the type of memory that I have I wish there was I wish there was like exciting things I could tell you about uh that's been happening with me publicly but I can't I don't have anything. I've been like, okay, so I'm trying to cut down on smoking. Oh, good for you. And um, I think that that has really, like, especially in the last few weeks, helped me realize how much I just hate people. Yeah. In general. Like, I had, and I have no patience for anything anymore. Oh, yeah, that goes out the window. You know what helped me stop smoking? What? Drinking the blood of mine enemies. Like Madonna does to stay young. I think the surgery is helping stay young. Yeah. But I don't know. She's looking kind of weird these days. Like, I mean, she looks crazy. Did you see what is this picture from? I've seen it. The one where she looks like the, the, like, Jigsaw doll from Saw. (laughs) You're saying Madonna looks like looks like jigsaw yeah i've never heard a more accurate description of i mean somebody she looks exactly life. like yeah you know who i look like though I'm, I'm, I'm being completely serious like i've been told i, I look like this 
This is my celebrity doppelganger. You ready? Uh-huh. Tiffany from fucking Chucky. His doll wife. Oh, the, the I could puppet. see that. The puppet. I yeah. could see not, that. Not, not Jennifer not, Tilly. Not Jennifer Tilly, but the fucking puppet. Yeah. yeah I could I definitely see look. that. I could. Well, I she's cute. She is cute and psychotic, so... I mean, fitting. Very fitting. fitting. Actually, you know who you do look like is the <sighs> chick from, from Queen's Gambit. Who is she? This Anna Taylor Joy? But, like, mom told me that I looked like Bjork. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? I've been... I can ta- see that. I've this been... girl kind of looks like that. Yeah, Anna Taylor Joy. But if, if she if she had black hair. She's gorgeous. I mean, she's she's pretty. Their eyes. It's like I mean, I guess from, it's mainly the eyes, <clears throat> right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. It's mainly I can. It's see mainly it. the eyes. Yeah. It also it's, that girl from that goth investigator girl from like NCIS all the time. But oh. I think again, it's because of the bangs, because of the black yeah, hair and the bangs. Yeah, I think so. Um. <clears throat> well, I mean. To be honest, both both those all those people are hot, and then I have this stupid fucking puppet. (laughs) But I think that's the cutest fucking doll ever. Yeah, but she's a doll, and like, and so are you. (laughs) You're just a little doll. Yeah, bring it back, bring it back. Like, she did have some nice titties. Yeah, it's true. The, it's the true. bride of Chucky. Yeah. You know? It's very cute. Yeah, she's like, she's like. Um, they'll just, they'll just use my body as a, as a dummy for <clears> fucking <throat> the bride of Chucky. The stunt double. The stunt double for the doll? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tiffany gets thrown up against a wall and it's just your little, your little body. Yeah. That's, that's, that's what I have to look forward to. That's my future. That's my future. I hope go, they use me look. as like a fucking crash test dummy or something. Oh, no. They're going to preserve you. They're going to preserve you and in, 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 like slice you up and put you in the museum of, of dead bodies. Oh, that'd be cool with me too. Then people can learn. Yeah, they can I, learn from your demise. I would be totally okay with that. Because what, yeah. I mean, just throw me in the trash. Like, what do I care? Yeah, and if I do end up being buried, I think it'd be really cool if somebody stole me, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's all. <laughs> I mean, That's what a, it. What a... What a great, like, ending to a pretty mediocre life to be grave robbed. That after. would be cool, though. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, it's very, it's very, uh, Frankenstein. Yeah, exactly. Mary, Mary Shelley. Exactly. Um, all right. So, Jason John, he, uh, comes up a lot when you're searching for the victims of Lady Bird Lake and the surrounding or connected like bodies of water. And that's because it was after he was found that the meeting with the Austin city council happened regarding 
the safety around Ladybird Lake and um, pushing for that area to be surveilled more and have lighting and all this stuff. So yeah. I'm going to go into Jason <clears throat> John, which I could not find a, a terrible lot about Jason, but he lived in New York City in Florida before he moved to Austin in 2021. Um, so on February 5th, he went out to Rainy Street with some friends of his to celebrate his promotion that he had just gotten at work. He was mm. seen, I'm not familiar with what bars he went to or anything, um, but he was seen on surveillance footage leaving and heading towards the Ladybird Lake Trail. Um, it was believed that he was heading home and he was right. seen for like 10 minutes on surveillance footage before uh, it, that was it. Like he got to the trail mm. and... And obviously there were no cameras or anything around the trail. There were several businesses that um, his mom, when they were searching for him, said that the cameras weren't working or the businesses just had them of out. Of course. You know, of course. <clears throat> yeah. So yet another time that um, there's information that could have been had had the cameras been turned on or had these businesses or even just the city street had cameras that would have provided, um, maybe More some insight. information. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> um, <clears throat> at around 2 AM that evening, morning, depending Who on knows? how you see it, uh, police yeah. responded to a phone call that a bystander had seen someone vomiting by the bank of Ladybird Lake who fell into the water around the I-35 bridge near East Avenue. Um, this bystander did attempt to rescue the person who fell in and right. they weren't <clears throat> able to, to assist I don't really know what happened if the person just like went under and never came back up. Um, but after the attempt, the bystander went to a nearby hotel where they called 911 um, and reported that someone had fallen into the lake. This is interesting because when we first started getting into this, there was no mention of that. Yeah, exactly. So this mm -hmm. came out during um, whenever Jason John's autopsy was released. Was which when... I think is, which, which I think is, is curious because, because we are, we, we are both in that group with Jason John's mother. Yeah. And she never wants, she mentioned never mentioned that. that. Yeah. Mm -mm. Um, and you would, you would think that if, you know, as, as the mother of the person deceased, that they would give her that information. Right. Exactly. I don't <clears> know <throat> if, uh, I don't know if it's just that they did not make the connection at the time, because at that time, um, Jason's family had no idea that he was missing. Right. Um, it was not until February 5th, like later on in the day, that they found out that Jason's dog Ruffles had been left home alone for hours. And they knew that that was not like Jason to leave Ruffles alone. That's when he was reported missing, and um, the efforts to locate Jason went on for seven days. 
I think maybe that's when the connection, I mean, you would think, because they started searching for him around the lake based on the bystander that, like, someone fell. But fell when did they the start lake. searching for him? Um, I'm assuming right away, because uh, he was found, I think, on February 13th. So weird, though, because, like, if you know somebody is, has fallen in the lake, right, and then, mm -hmm. and then you search for him, and then he doesn't show up until February 13th? He went missing, I guess, on February the 5th. He okay. was reported missing, and then he was found on February 12th. Okay, took that's, that's still <coughs> seven days. Seven days. That's still, yeah, that's still a week that, like... That he'd been in the water when they knew, supposedly, that he'd fallen in. That he'd fallen in. Well, and they even did, um, like, a rescue boat was launched and drones were used to search the ground from overhead. And they could, they still didn't find him until seven days later. Like, maybe I'm just a sickie or something, but if I was, like, drunk looking to puke and I'm just outside, like... Unless I'm at somebody's, like, house or something where I'm really trying to respect my surroundings, I would not be worried about... I mean, there's bushes on the other... Yeah, right. So why am I, like, directly aiming for the fucking water? This, this was another good point. Is, like, I have never been able to walk... I mean, look, I barely <laughs> walk sober, okay? But if, I, if I've ever gotten to the point where I have to puke... Because I'm so drunk, like I'm not walking. Like I'm like, I'm like sitting down. I'm not feeling good. Like, yeah, I'm like, like I'm not. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to go on a fucking nature hike. You know what I'm saying? Like right, I want to exactly. go home. So it's bizarre to me that he's that he's feeling that sick where he has to puke, and he's walking down the from from the bars on Rainy Street to the lake. Exactly. This is when I think the drugging comes into play because if he was given GHB, let's mm -hmm. say, then he would have a slight like euphoric effect before it started to kick in where he would be, you know, sick, sedated. I mean, to me, that would be a pretty good indication that he might have been slipped something. Yeah. So the autopsy was released, and of course, they did not find any sort of bumps, bruises. They found nothing, like, to indicate that there was any sort of a struggle, no drugs, but there was alcohol in his system, which, again, they don't test for synthetic GHB. drugs. Yeah, and they don't test for GHB unless you... Unless, unless you, you request... Right. They don't test for any type of date rape drug unless you request it, specifically. Yeah, um, so, I mean, and who's, who, what mother is going to look at their son and be like, can you request a date rape drug on my son? Yeah. When, like, normally you would be like, if it's a daughter, you know, I hate to say that's so fucking sexist, but it's true. That's how our society is. You look at a, a man and you don't expect something like that to happen. But with right. a girl or a femme presenting person, you're like, you know check them for for date rape drug and it's 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 pretty toxic if you yeah. ask me because no it really is because like i had seen um it was someone was talking about being drugged i think it was in the group and mm -hmm. they were like it was a man and he was like yeah i got drugged one time 
while I was out with some friends at the bar and like I went home I was feeling like shit like I I remember making it home but I don't know what happened and I just woke up like completely naked and he's like I just feel lucky to have even made it to my house and he said that any time that he's said that to anybody they like literally just laugh at him and they're like you like only girls let that happen like that type of like oh, so gross just completely it's... invalidating his experience yeah. and making him feel like shit about it what is wrong with our society we're like our you know any gender that gets... men who can can be exposed to that type of thing yeah are, are, have to feel demasculated about it yeah yeah or anybody it doesn't even matter the gender or or their pronouns like whatever they identify as it's like a violation is a violation. I agree. So, uh, there were no drugs found in Jason John's system. He didn't have any injuries. And because he was found fully clothed and he did have his valuables on him, no foul play was suspected. So, that's sure. pretty much all. Like, if you're fully clothed and they left you some of your shit, then that's what's going to be a no foul play ruling whenever you get found. Then that's that. That's so that. So if anybody, if anybody ever wants to murder me. <laughs> just dress you back up and. Just dress you back and up. And stick, stick $2 in your little pocketbook and, yeah. and you're good. You're good to go. Scott free. It's an accident. Yep. yep. Great. God. <laughs> There's going to be people showing up on my doorstep that I haven't heard from in 20 years. Like, remember, that, remember that one time you made fun of me in fifth grade? Well, payback's a bitch, bitch. Yep, and then they're gonna just whack me. You have some cues that I can A? As far as, like, his, like, death goes, like, I just, everything, it's it's so hard for me to, like, just take the the, you know, take the police at face value. Like, I don't to me, it just seems like there had to have been something more than just him being drunk and falling into a lake. No, you know and, what I mean? and I agree because it is like, again, no idea what bar or bars they went to. No idea exactly like what his blood alcohol level was or anything. Um, yeah. But... <sighs> It is just kind of, if you're taking off from somewhere like the, like the point that you brought up, I think is a solid point. Like if you're taking off from somewhere, first of all, if I was so fucked up, people would have to fucking care me. Like it would be a scene. I would try to hold myself together as much as possible, but most likely, I mean, people are going to know like, and and I'm going to have to be probably fucking cut off and escorted out of somewhere. And we do know, we do know that Austin has an over-serving problem. Like, yeah. our, our bars over-serve. And didn't we talk about um, the Old Lester Pearl being, like, the original location being shut down because of... Uh, I had seen someone say that they were under investigation or they had previously been under investigation for having a bartender who was drugging the oh, patrons. Oh, yes. 
That was right. So we do know that drugging happens. It's not unheard of that that bartenders and you know have been drugging people, and also that they just overserve. So there there is a good possibility that Jason John. I doubt. I don't think he was. I don't think his case was was a case of overserving because, like we had so. said, he wouldn't have walked that far if he was that fucked up. Right. Exactly. Um, so I do think he was drugged. Um, it, it it does leave it. It leaves it up for speculation for yeah, sure. Definitely. It leaves it open for speculation. Just from what we've we've seen in the past, like we know that a lot of these guys, Brian Wellsian was was puking. We know that um, uh, the Patrick McNeil was 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 observed puking outside the bar before he was found in the East River. I mean, that's one of those things. Like when you're drinking, you're essentially just poisoning yourself. So that's one of those things too that I feel like is easy to sweep under the rug of like, oh, oh if there's absolutely. alcohol present, then. Absolutely. Most definitely, like, that's the reason for the vomit. Yep. It, yeah, and so people just don't even question it. And the whole bystander thing is bizarre to me, too. Because they never once mentioned it in the group. or And, the, and his mother never mentioned it either until after his autopsy report was released. Right. And, like, as far as I know, that was cited in his autopsy as, like, part of his, like, how he died. Really? Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of fishy. Anyway, so, J- when Jason John was found, it, that was the thing that prompted the discussion between um, friends and family of people who had disappeared, like, over the last six years in a meeting with the Austin City Council. Um, mm. So, on February 28th, the families of Jason John and Martin Gutierrez and, like, Christian Pugh's father, I know for sure, um, had pleaded with Austin City Council members to increase the lighting and the security around the lake. So, at the end of March of 2023, the city had made some improvements. Uh, mm-hmm. Not really. Which included a, a wooden fence that is, Ooh. like, not even... I mean, I haven't been over there but it looks like it's not even like mid it's not even like mid thigh it looks like to me yeah like it's not easily yeah like you could fucking trip over it if you don't know that it's there right um temporary lighting was installed but only in four locations and Mm. warning signs that read quote lake beyond this point drowning risk no swimming allowed um a portable solar camera was also put up near rainy the rainy street trailhead restroom at the end of may and uh of course despite all of these changes there was another two bodies that were pulled out of the lake just last month yeah well Um, one one out of the lake and one out of shoal creek oh one out of the lake and one out of shoal creek Mm -hmm. so yeah um uh so the measures that are installed now are allegedly just the first part of like a multi-million dollar infrastructure project to create more safety measures around the lake so the second part is going to be Placing a camera on the corner of Rainey and Cummings streets. Mm. Um, a sign is supposed to be added, letting visitors know when the <laughs> when the park closes. 
Oh, and I know, bless them. That's going to do a lot of good, I think. Um, And more lighting is supposed to be added with it, like a timed dimmer that's supposed to help encourage people to use different routes that are like lit up. The lit the lit up ones. And uh, the second phase is expected to begin, like, at some point this summer, and it's supposed to take a year to complete all of this. So... Are you kidding? That's not even... I don't... There's no construction to that. Why does it have to take a year? Yeah, exactly. Like, you you guys can't, like, hand paint a few signs that say the fucking park Uh, hours. That is ridiculous to me. At least, like, I don't get it. Uh, and, like, what's, what's that sign supposed to do? You yeah, I mean? because like, you a... can, like, enter at so many different points. Yeah. If you're, like, <sighs> people aren't going to read a fucking sign if they're, if they're drugged. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like, well, here's a sign. I better not die over here. Because... It's, it's just to placate the families of the people who are being found, I think. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I have, there, there has been, like, volunteer EMS and, or EMT people who have, who have like kind of like walk they they kind of patrol yeah. the trails around uh, Ladybird Lake and we had talked about it in a previous episode where they had found a guy who mm-hmm. was like disorientated <clears throat> and like pretty sure he would have been another victim right um, but they they caught him and that was pretty awesome um, but but they're volunteered the yeah. city is not. The city's not paying them at all. And Uh -uh. that's another, that's one thing that Christian Pugh's uh, father had said during the meeting with the uh, Austin city council members is like, my son allegedly like laid here for three days in a place that is like a a million people like pass, pass by. Like there's a fucking road over here. Like he was found directly beneath the bridge on a trail that hundreds of people walk by every fucking day. And he was allegedly laying there for three days, not seen or found because there's no cameras or anything. I did find the guy who I was talking about last time that who also survived, but it wasn't, it was in Wisconsin. And so I'm going to do that guy next, next week. Next week. That sounds good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, um, so like this guy that I'm doing this week, there wasn't a lot of information of, uh, on him. There's, he, he passed away in 2016, but his autopsy has still not been released. So there's no information as, uh, regarding his autopsy. Um, but his case is kind of eerie in the way that there's like, mm, there's some things that are kind of fishy. Like, like with the case of Jason John, mm-hmm. it's like, ah, that doesn't sound right. Um, but this is the case of Zach, Zachary Marr. Um, on February 13th, 2016, 22-year-old Zachary Marr caught a train from ha- Harvard, Massachusetts to Boston to meet with his cousins and celebrate his 22nd birthday. At around 6 p.m., his cousin Amanda Marr picked him up at the North Station, where they then headed to her apartment. At around 10 p.m., Amanda and Zach finished a drink and headed to the Bell and Hand Tavern, where they would meet up with two more people. Now, this is pretty interesting because where Zach was last seen alive was like a 14 minute walk to 99 Nashua street where, yeah, where William Hurley missing. What missing? Well, he was, and wasn't he found there too? 
Yeah, he was found. They he was found at that uh, exact address, right? He wasn't found there, but he was found close in the water in the Charles River. And actually Zach was too. Um at around 1:30 that morning, Zach texted Amanda to tell her he was stepping out for a smoke. Surveillance footage shows Zach standing outside the bar in nine below weather without his jacket and only his sweatshirt. Damn. At at 1.40 a.m. So already if he's standing outside smoking a cigarette and nine below, like, that automatically, to me, like, screams or something wrong. Yeah, exactly. Right. Um, By 1.41 a.m., Zach texted Amanda to tell her that they were not letting him back into the bar and that he was ready to leave. Amanda texted back, where are you? To which he replied, out front. But by 1.50 a.m., when Amanda and the rest of the party went outside to leave, Zach was nowhere to be found. Damn. So within, so within like, nine minutes, by the time she came out there, he was gone. This is where it gets really weird. The restaurant said in a statement that, the provi- that they provided video surveillance to the police which shows Mar did not attempt to re-enter the bell in hand. Video shows other customers leaving and re-entering after 1.20 a.m., and they said that Mar would have not been denied access to the bar. So if he really tried to go back into the bar, they would have let him in. Mm-hmm. So why would he send a text that said they're not letting me into the bar? Right. That's weird. Well, and there's, um, no, like, there's no proof that that's even him. Like, sending that text. Well, there is... Okay, the restaurant said another video shows Mar in front of a garage heading towards the surface artery. So, there was actually... The the police did release a video of surveillance. This is the only surveillance video that they released. They released a surveillance video of him standing outside the bell in hand when, at the same time, that, that he had got... That Amanda had gotten those texts. But you can literally only see him, right? You don't know to, like, you can't see very far to his left, and you uh-huh. can't see very far to his right. Is he, so like, could, on his phone, though? Um, from the picture that I saw of it, he was just standing there. Okay. Um, also, I didn't know what the surface artery is, but apparently it's a bus station. Gotta pick um, a new name. I know, opinion. I'm like, <laughs> no. I'm, I'm sitting here thinking artery. God, is mine cl- clogging right now? <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, maybe work on that name. In a in an interview with his cousin, she went on to say, "I was trying to stay calm." Amanda told the Globe she had she had hoped he'd just gone for a walk, run into a friend, or met a woman, and she'd hear from him later that day. But he didn't turn up. The Boston Globe has reported that additional surveillance video shows Mar on a walkway, then walking on train tracks before disappearing into the river underneath the Leonard P. Zackham Bunker Hill Memorial Bridge. So here's here's the thing. Here's the thing about this is that there has been multiple reports that the police have evidence of him falling into the water mm-hmm. or going into the water on his own volition. But they never, nobody has ever seen the footage. Really? Which I think is bizarre because they, they, they released the footage of him standing outside the bar. Uh-huh. But so they why would, would they not release the exactly footage of him of falling him, in? 
Well, not even just falling in, because I can understand why they wouldn't release that. Or even just, like, like, walking around. That's Exactly, because on here it says, uh, it says that there was surveillance of him walking on a walkway uh, on train tracks and then disappearing. So, like, we, we, they could at least show that right. up to the point where he disappears. Right. So, I think that's fucking bizarre to yeah. me. That's, that's, I'm feeling like it's, like, not, doesn't exist. Um, this new evidence would, pr- would prompt an extensive underwater search of that area by both the Boston Police Department and the state police. So, here's the thing. I, I Googled this. And I Googled, like, is it is it normal for the state police to, to like join in on a search for a missing person? And I, I got the result that I got was that no, the, the police only search if they suspect there's a foul play. They're basically saying that they think something could have happened to him, but when they find his body a month later, they're saying, Oh, no foul play suspected. They basically were admitting that, he disappeared under like mysterious circumstances. Yeah, exactly. Well, and Christian Pugh was the same way. Like they said that he was probably in in danger. Like he was in danger and they needed to find him right away. Right. Right. So they're like admitting to it. And then when they find these, these guys, they're like, Oh no, nothing, nothing happened, which I think is pretty, it's pretty fucking bizarre. Exactly. Or nor am I a psychic, but I do think, there's something weird going on. I do um, too. Not to be Sylvia Brown, but I mean, yeah. something, something weird's going on here. Oh, she iconic, iconic bangs, iconic tan. Love it. You love know it, what I mean? It. Yeah. Iconic nails. Oh, those um, nails. If I, if I can't have nails that I can like climb a tree with effortlessly, then I don't even want them. Look, she was basically the cis hetero version of divine and i am gonna stand (gasps) by that oh my god bitch you just made me see her in an entirely new light (laughs) i i love that yes i know okay we love her we miss her r.i.p members of the boston dive team would begin searching the water near nashua street even after the authorities had already searched on the water for zach a week prior when dive team members were searching different areas along the Charles river. So they searched they and went, now they're searching again. Yeah. So they searched twice. Basically they searched all down the Charles river and then they searched, they decided to search up towards Nashua street after they had, uh, gotten that supposed, um, surveillance video of him walking along the, the train tracks, gotcha. which, if you remember when when I did William, I put a picture up of William Hurley. There was where he went missing. There was train tracks right there, on that bridge. That's right. I think this is, I think this is the same bridge. Okay. I don't know for sure, but I'm going to go ahead and say so for suspense. That makes sense. And then um, that is suspenseful. It is. Um, one week after the multiple search and rescue attempts, and a month after Zach Marr went missing. A police marine unit went to the river behind Leverett Circle by the Museum of Science after two passerby reported seeing a body around 5.45 p.m. Massachusetts State Police would later confirm that the body was, in fact, 22-year-old Zachary Marr. 
Damn. So, so this is the thing too, is that they knew that he supposedly they knew that he'd fallen in of his own volition into the into the water into the the Charles River, but they didn't find his body for a fucking month. And that's completely normal. After after like extensive searches, searching, from the, yeah, from both the state police and the city police. That's bizarre to me, and like, and also the river flows. So like, why is he? Why was he found in the so same close? spot? Yeah, right. I mean, I'm, unless this is a case again where if the body would have like sunk down and got caught on something. And then just stay down there. I mean, that's not unheard of, but like, but, but these guys were scuba divers. That's suspicious. I think so. Authorities said an autopsy will, will be needed to determine Mars' cause of death, but noted there was no signs of trauma. Preliminary evidence indicated his death is consistent with a fall into very cold water. Well, we all know that you can't really, can't trust that. Um, the Suffolk county district attorney's office later added that he did not appear to suffer any trauma investigators said that there's no sign of foul play even though this happened in 2016 there's no way to find a confirmed autopsy report and cause of death for zachary so that's it that's it damn that's it. yeah yep but this but you know this is this is what we did again like we did this again we're like we have similar cases because Jason John, same thing. Where where was he? They they looked for him immediately and yeah, they could not find couldn't him find for a him. week. For a week. You know what I mean? Right. And this same thing. Like they they did multiple searches from two different state agencies and they still did not find this guy for a month. In this, it near the same area where he supposedly jumped, like jumped in at. They tried to pass this off as a suicide. Um, they said that his his grandmother had died recently from breast cancer, and he, you know, and he was a student, and and his his cousin kind of like, kind of insinuated that maybe he was under a lot of stress because of the 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 class load, and then also his grandmother's death, but. Mm-hmm. I mean, why would he text his cousin like "Let's go, I'm ready to go"? Yeah, and then and then kill himself, just disappear. Yeah, that doesn't make sense to yeah. me. I feel like I feel like if he went off to to like to go commit suicide, then I feel like he wouldn't have said anything right. to her. Right. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, and you never know, especially like because when was this? This was in 2016. 2016. Hmm. February. Did they even have like were phone locks or like pens or whatever on twenty sixteen phones? Oh, like yeah, yeah, they were. Yeah, because I mean I've never kept a pen on my phone. Have oh, you? your trust? Hell yeah! I don't want people go look. I got things people don't need to see about on my phone. <laughs> You're damn right. Yes, I keep my shit on lockdown. Ne- I have never kept a pin on my phone. Ever. But when, I'll tell you, whenever Todd and I went on our first date, my yeah. coworker 
was like, we need to come up with a code word because um, somebody that I knew went out on a date with someone and like they kept like she kept texting people all throughout the night like just to let you know I'm okay you know but it it turns out and like I want to say maybe for like months she was texting but no one ever saw this girl and it turns oh. out that she was killed that night so what? so my coworker was like yeah oh. I want like I want to come up with a code word that you can text me like I'm I'm here and say the code word and then whenever you leave tell me that you're leaving and say the code word so that's this what we is did why, this is why I only date scrawny men because scrawny men cannot they just cannot kill you they're too weak what do you get it's them like, fresh out the the hospital for ah, anorexia yeah. For, yeah, for anorexia. <laughs> yeah. Lift me up in your in your spindly arms. Yeah. Um, I want to know if even if I fucking fall and crack my head open, like you can't do shit. Like yeah, <laughs> you right. could not help yeah. me in any way possible. That's so hot to me. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> you can barely lift up the phone to call the fucking ambulance. That's <laughs> yeah. what I want to see. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Not. That's my future baby daddy right there. <laughs> Man, yeah, that's crazy though about your about your coworker's friend. Yeah, I mean, shit like that happens. Like, if you don't have a if you don't have a pen on your phone or whatever, and sometimes even if you do have a pen, I mean, depending on how, like, whether the person knows you or not or has access to your shit or whatever. If you have a thumbprint, I mean, all they need is just your thumb to open your phone so yeah that's true you know I actually I do have I do have a pen but it's not because of I don't want people seeing what's on my phone I actually mm -hmm. don't give a shit I mean if they want to see my titties look all you have to do is google it I'm all sure. you have to do is ask too yeah, 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 all, you have to do is ask. Um, all you have to do is for $5.99 a month is join my OnlyFans <laughs> I'm just kidding I don't have OnlyFans no um, it's because I kept butt dialing people oh really yeah, like I would like I would like put my phone in my pocket without it like having a lock and like I'd be calling somebody in Taiwan, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. So, I was like, okay, this cannot keep happening cuz I got people in all different countries thinking I'm like their love of their life, obviously. <laughs> because I've called them 17 times in a span of 3 minutes. Um so that's actually why I, I had to put a lock on my phone. Interesting. I mean, yeah. I'll see, like, I don't think I've ever, well, no, I guess I've butt dialed people on accident, but, like, I take a lot of pictures on accident. Yeah, that, too. I'll take a lot of pictures. Or, like, you know what it is, though, too? It's avoidant, because I don't want, sometimes, like, I'll accidentally call somebody, and I'll be like, oh, then I have to, like, talk Then to you them. have to have a conversation. Yeah. 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 That's understandable. And it's like, hey. And also, like, if I've ever hooked up with you, there's a good chance I still have your number in my phone. Because I just don't delete them. And so, like, I don't want to have that conversation. Right. Right? Yeah, that's true. Like, so, yeah, I got to keep that shit on lockdown. Well, anywho, enough about, about my personal dating life. Um... I think that would conclude our 
episode 10. It's not like super juicy, but like it's there. You know, it's there. You can't it's, say it's not. Yeah. Yeah. It is now in history forever. Yeah, that's true. Nosy Nancy's episode 10. <laughs> I guess I guess it's time to do our missing persons. Yes. Right? Yeah. This week's missing person is is Kristen Galvin. Um, she is a confirmed victim of sex trafficking. Damn. Uh, yeah, she's been missing since uh, January second, twenty twenty, from Spring, Texas. Her height is five foot six, and her date of birth is four twenty three, two thousand four. Uh, there's no numbers for her. I don't know what you can do uh, if you do see her, but I think you could probably call the police department of any city that you're at. Because most trafficking, I mean, they're not usually still in the state. Right. Um, but her picture, there are a bunch of pictures of her. She is on our um, Facebook. And Instagram. And our Instagram. So please go check that out. Um, and if you do, if you do like our podcast, you can actually join our Facebook group. It's Nosy Nancy's Podcast. Yeah, and if you want to follow us on Instagram, that'd be cool. It's Nosy Nancy's. Um, and our TikTok is also Nosy Nancy's podcast. That's right. Okay. Um, and uh, we <laughs> are look. <laughs> look at you remembering things. <laughs> Todd's right. You do have a good. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, who's Todd? Um, <laughs> oh my god, no. <laughs> imagine. I'll never forget him. Ever. Never forget. Never forget. Um, we are still looking for listener stories, which will be, I think that episode will be in two weeks. So if you can email us at nosynancies at gmail.com. That's N-O-S-E-Y-N-A-N-C-I-E-S at gmail.com. That'd be greatly appreciated. We would love it and appreciate it. Mm-hmm. And um, I think, what? What's our next, your next, next week's episode is going to be what? Cliff Axtell, for sure. Cliff Axtell. Cliff And Axtell. one of the guys. Yeah, Cliff Axtell. And then one of the guys from Wisconsin who survived the attack. Yes. That's it. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. So stay tuned next week for that. Ciao. God, that was long. <gasps> You're going to kill me. Oh my God, were you not recording? I have not been recording this whole time. Are you joking? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh my God. I was about to shit my pants. What about you? Say, <laughs> la vie. Man.